Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you again for joining with me on the Word Podcast. Uh, Today, we're going to look again at Matthew 6. Okay, Matthew chapter 6 verses 19 through 24. We looked at it in the previous episode, and I uh, didn't get done with it. As a matter of fact, I was bouncing all over the place on it, trying to get done, still didn't get done. <laughs> so let me read this again and go back and touch on a couple more points, because I think this is really, really important and significant for us today. So Matthew chapter 6, verse 19, Jesus says this, Do not store up for yourself treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourself treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in or steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body. So then, if your eye is clear, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then... The light that is in you is darkness. How great is the darkness? No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. So that's the whole point that Jesus is driving, is that you can't serve God and wealth. Again, it does not mean that you cannot serve God and have wealth. As a matter of fact, I would dare say that 99 point whatever percent of us today are far wealthier than most of mankind has been through the ages, even the poorest among us, that we have wealth and we have resources that even 100 years ago people could not have even imagined, okay? But it's the attitude of heart. We must serve the Most High God. Jesus starts off and says, don't store up for yourself treasures on earth. And he says, where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. Now, we understand uh, that things, uh, as a matter of fact, I have a friend right now within their family that have a house that's been sitting empty for a while. Well, what happens with houses that have been sitting empty for a while? They start to deteriorate. It's actually called the second law of thermodynamics (laughs) is the reason for that. Uh, But if you don't live in it, it starts deteriorating. There's nobody maintaining it, keeping it up. And so that's what he's talking about, that moth and rust will destroy just because of the processes of what happens as we press on through time. But then he says that these will break in and steal. And quite often people say, well, no, nobody's ever broken in and stolen from me. Let me tell you what, the most insidious of the thieves are the ones that you don't know and you don't see. I'll give you a primary one right now. Uh, If you have a dollar bill in your hand, that dollar bill today is worth about one or two cents compared to what a dollar bill was worth in early 1913. At the end of 1913, Congress did something very, very evil. They abdicated their role and responsibility according to the Constitution, and they passed an unconstitutional law, which has really brought us to where we are this day, 107 years plus later, economically. And it it devalues the wealth of the land and it is a robbery and certain groups of people get a, just 
obnoxiously wealthy because of this, but people don't see it. You know, you could even think back just a few years ago how much something costs now as to how how much it costs a few years ago. I still get sticker shock when I go through drive through things. Like I might go through a drive through Wendy's, let's say once a year, okay? And every time I go, it's like three, four dollars and more. And I just go, Are you kidding me? It's cost me ten dollars to get a hamburger and french fries and a coat, which in my mind, just a couple of years ago, would cost two dollars. <laughs> of course, that was 30 or 40 years ago, right? But even then, you see what the principle is, that, that even we think we're not being stolen from, we are being stolen from. But what does Jesus say? He says, don't store up for yourselves. The wealth that he's been given to us is being given to where we can help others. Yes, you meet the needs of yourself. You know, you meet the needs of your family. I have people that are that I know that have just been very braggadocious about how much they help this person that, but they don't take care of the mama. You know, that's crazy. No, you take care of your family. That's your primary thing. You take care of others. The idea being that you're not just grasping what you have hanging on to it. You know, somebody, you'll put a, uh, going back to what you said, you put $1,000 in the bank 10 years ago, Right. Well, you say, well, I still got that $1,000. Well, yeah, in a manner of speaking, but it will only buy about $750 worth of stuff compared to when you first put it in there. See, that's how thieves break into steel. That's how moth and rust destroy. But if the treasures that God has granted to us, if you use them for others, use them to meet your needs, absolutely. But notice what he says. You're storing it up. That carries the idea that you're nearly hiding it away. You're sequestering it away. You're storing it up. He says, don't do that. What you should store up for yourself are treasures in heaven. And those treasures, the ones that moth and rust don't destroy, and thieves can't break in it still. Because he says, where your treasure is, there where your heart is also. And then he talked about the eye being the lamp of the body. The ones that were listening to this right here, the disciples and the uh, crowds, they were Jewish. They would have known that this is more than just illusions, because you see all through the Scriptures, particularly in the Psalms and the Proverbs, where God speaks of storing up treasures, okay? Where he speaks of the eye being the lamp. And he's saying this, you need to store up the kind of treasures that nothing can rob from you. And now what is that? Well, in the scripture, you see it being the word of God being described that way. To store up the word of God in your heart. That is one of the primary, primary treasures. You store up the treasures of relationships, Okay, of relationships. Much of what I do, just personally, just decisions I make and what I do, is trying to uh, impart truth into people's lives at this time and in days to come. Okay, however it may be that the Lord waits, okay, before He comes, for the Father releases the Son to come. These are treasures of this day, but also seeds are being planted for generations yet to come. And so we store up the right kind of treasures. You don't hang on to the things of the world, which will fall apart. You know, you see people, uh, and we all could tell such such stories about friends and family members, perhaps even ourselves, where you get so distracted and you're spending all your life attaining stuff. You know, you're working 15 hours a day for a house that you're not home at six hours a day at best. You know, that type of thing. And you begin to realize, wait a minute, there's something a little skew right here. My focus is upon the wrong things. And that's what Jesus was saying. Who are you really serving? Are you serving God or are you serving the wealth? 
And that pursuit of wealth, that seeking to attain wealth, that which we think we have when we have wealth, and we really don't have wealth, what we really have is debt. Oh, yeah, the house looks pretty. The car looks pretty. Clothes look sharp. Okay. But it's debt that brought those things in. And boy, the word tells us point blank, you know, that the, the one who's a debtor is a slave. Okay. He is a slave. So the point is serve God. Don't serve wealth or mammon. Don't serve the processes of man to seek to attain things. Serve the most high God. Store up for yourself the treasures in heaven the treasures of the thing of God, and then watch what he does. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode.